This is our third session on 1 Peter 3, 1 to 6, which is Peter's effort to help wives who are married to husbands who do not obey the word, which we argued was their unbelievers. Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, even if some of you are married to unbelievers, they may be one. So that's the goal. We're tr- we want these men to be converted to Jesus Christ. They may be one without a word by the conduct of their wives when they see your... I argued that that refers to fear of God, respectful or reverent and pure conduct. And now begins something about their clothing. And I ask, why would he go here? Let's pray. Father, as we talk about the way Peter tackles this issue now of of the, the external beauty and the internal beauty of these wives, grant all of us, male and female, all of us have concerns about the way we look on the outside and concerns, I pray, about the way we look to you on the inside. Teach us now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So he says to these wives, do not let your adorning be external. And then he mentions three things. The braiding of hair, the putting on of gold jewelry, the clothing that you wear. That's the negative. Don't do that. But let your adorning, so there's the external adorning. Now here comes the other kind. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart. The hidden person of the heart. With the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet, a meek and tranquil peaceful, like a lake that's smooth and unruffled and gentle, like a dove, gentle and tranquil, quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very, very precious. Now, my question is, what, why does he even take up the issue of clothing when he's trying to help these wives win their husbands Uh, without a word, by their conduct. And it seems to me that the reason he does is because some might be influenced by their culture, then and now, to say, well, I need to work on being, being pretty for him. And if I could be pretty enough, then he might take me seriously and and want to keep me, and in keeping me, he might might take my faith seriously. And Peter says, "No, no, don't don't think about it like that. Do not let your adorning be external: the braiding of hair, the putting on of gold jewelry, the clothing you wear." Now, does that mean a woman shouldn't do anything with her hair? And a woman shouldn't wear any, any earrings. 
necklace, bracelet. No, and we know that's not what it means because the next one says, or clothing that you wear. <laughs> if you said these these were absolutes, you'd, you'd say, okay, absolutely no braiding of the hair, absolutely no gold jewelry, and absolutely no clothing. <laughs> and you know that's not what he means. So that's our clue right here. That shows that these are not absolutes. These are, don't let your focus adornment be, oh, got to make sure my hair is just right. Got to make sure my, my jewelry is just the latest and most attractive kind of jewelry. And got to make sure that my clothing is just right because my husband is watching and I want to win him to Christ. And so the first thing Peter does is a negative. He says, no, don't put your focus of adornment there. And the reason for that's going to become pretty clear, namely, the world can do that. And anything that the world can do is no clear witness to what only God can do. And that's what the issue is in this marriage. So what is it that only God can do? Let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart. This man can't even see this heart, right? So he can't even see her heart. But watch carefully. Focus on the hidden person of the heart. Well, what, what about it? What am I supposed to do with the hidden person of the heart? You're supposed to cultivate an imperishable beauty. So it's a, it's a hidden beauty first because it's in the heart and it's imperishable. All those other things are, get imperishable because this woman's going to get older and all of her clothing and her dress are not going to make her look that great when she's 65 or 70 years old. But this beauty is imperishable, namely the beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit that the world cannot reproduce. Not the kind he's talking about, which is rooted somewhere else. In God's sight, so now God can see this. The man can't see the, the heart, and he can't see this spirit yet. But God can't, and God says, this is beautiful. This is very precious. So, if you want to know if you're beautiful, ask God if he finds your beauty very, very precious and imperishable. Now, how does a woman get to this quiet spirit? Answer, the holy women hoped in God. The holy women hoped in God and they became fearless. A fearless, not fearing anything because you hoped in God, produces that, that spirit. The gentle and quiet spirit is not a personality trait. I'm not saying the only kind of women that can please God are the kind of women who don't have any aggressiveness to their speech. I'm not saying that. I'm saying hoping in God makes you fearless, which makes you able to be a tranquil and gentle person in the face of very difficult circumstances. And that starts to become visible in this respectful and pure 
conduct. And, and the husband is going to then ask, what? Look at this, chapter 3, verse 15. Always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. That let, Yet do it with gentleness and respect. These are the same traits that, that the wife is supposed to have. And this is all of us having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior may be put to shame. And so they're asking about our hope because this woman back here has hoped in God. She's hoping in God and she's being fearless. And this fearlessness is producing a quiet and gentle spirit. And that gentle and quiet spirit is producing a kind of pure and respectful conduct. And now the husband just might, by grace, come to her and say, you know, all the other women I know are so anxious about everything and so worried, and they're they're, they're they try to uh, cut such a a uh, a figure in the world by putting all the emphasis on their hair and their golden jewelry and what they wear, so that everybody will look at them as self sufficient. And you seem so meek and so gentle and so quiet, and yet you're not a you're not a coward at all. You're the boldest and most courageous woman I know. Would you tell me what you're hoping in? And perhaps God may save him. <laughs>